Hello, I'm Matt White, and this is Fodder, the food and drink podcast for Greater Manchester. In this episode, we're exploring how food can be used for good, affect change, and bring people together. Heart and Parcel are a social enterprise in Manchester. It's a place where migrant women come together to cook and to learn English through making dumplings. It was founded in 2015 by two friends, Claire Courtney and Carolina Kodsian. In this podcast, you'll hear from Claire and you'll meet some of the women they help. But first, let's address that food choice, shall we? Why dumplings? It's uh, it's definitely the way that they're made. So when myself and Carolina first started this project, um, we both found that in our kind of childhoods and our food memories that we had, we both used to make dumplings. So I grew up in um, Hong Kong and then worked in China and Carolina lived in Poland and together we would always with our families and our friends get together and make dumplings so there's a different role for everybody so somebody folds someone makes the filling someone um, rolls it out and you're all sitting there together talking chatting sharing um, experiences and stories along the way so we wanted to kind of encapsulate that and bring it to a learning environment and see if that could work um, for fostering English language skills. And of course, a dumpling, d- depending on what culture or what country you're in, can take on many different forms. Absolutely, absolutely. So this idea that the dumpling, we found it as a kind of metaphor for women who are currently living in Britain today, who are from other parts of the world and their skills and knowledge aren't being recognised. Um, so the dumpling for us is the outer, the outer shell or the outer pastry or um, flour or dough is uh, what people see. And then on the inside is all these rich existing skills that um, people don't normally see. And we want to kind of bring that to the surface. It's kind of a nourishing food that's um, really delicious and we want to celebrate that. So the purpose of this um, is is to help. Yes. But so therefore you must have identified a problem to begin with. What What is the problem that you're trying to address? So the problem we found both in my existing work as an ESOL tutor and English language lecturer and Carolina as um, a social worker, interpreter and uh, care worker, welfare advisor, was that there were many women and men living in Britain who didn't have provision to English classes. Um, If they did, if there are English or if there are English provision, is English provision available, then you have to have a certain requirement. So you have to either be a job seeker or you have to have lived in the country for a certain amount of years or you have to be a certain nationality. So we just wanted to take all that away and uh, we just wanted to see if we could um, help women um, enhance their skills, their English language skills, in a relaxing and fun and informal environment. Missing. And onion, Korean uh, leaf, uh, bell leaf, and uh, cinnamon. Cardamom. Mm. And cinnamon, not, 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 not. cinnamon, not yet. No, and powder after that. No, no. Powder. Cinnamon sticks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are we making today? Uh, pulao. Plain pulao. Mm, pilau rice. Pilau. Have you make this before? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a completely mixed group. At, at any one time when you're doing these sessions, there could be many different nationalities. Yes, absolutely. There, there's no prerequisite. The only, the only requirement is that you're a woman whose first language isn't English, and then you can come on board. So we've had women from all around the world. At the moment, we've got groups 
from Eritrea, Zambia, Pakistan, Somalia, Syria, Libya, Iran, Iraq, you name it, we've probably had a learner who's from that country. Hello, uh, I am Aklima Akhtar. Uh, I come from Italy, but original Bangladesh. Um, I have two children. Uh, I like, uh, mostly I like <laughs> Manchester. Um, UK weather is a um, little bit. <laughs> so, but overall I like. No, because, uh, because I come <coughs> for my children, better, uh, better future. And um, here are a lot of uh, activities. I like this so much. That one, one of activity, cooking class. It is helpful for us because uh, cooking plus learning English, both. So I think um, uh, improve our language, in English language. It is helpful for us. Mm. Let's talk about how it, it actually works then. I mean, we've, we've heard there a moment ago some footage from actually being inside the class and your mm. teacher's doing great work. But, but what's the process? So they're there, they cook, and then as they're going along, they learn all the key phrases and the cookery terms. Yeah, uh, so we have kind of different streams. I think since we last spoke, it was very much, very much building up the language um, required to speak about what the women are doing. So that's verbs of how to roll, to whisk, to beat, to cut, to chop. And then you've got quantities, so a handful of, a pinch of salt, a uh, kilogram, milliliter. Um, but then we kind of, at the, the project that we've got at the moment is that we're actually focusing on writing skills, so writing recipes, discussing memories, discussing nostalgia, smelling spices, tasting things, what does it remind you of, childhood memories. So there, the, there's different streams for um, different types of English, if you like. So you identified a problem mm -hmm. which you wanted to try and help or play a part in trying to solve mm -hmm. um have you seen where it's made a difference have you actually kind of seen what you're doing in effect yeah yeah i love these questions these are great so um we have we've seen uh the effect of um the women taking our classes from very very small moments to kind of really really big moments one of the small moments is is just having every lesson we find that women leave with smiles on their faces they're chatting they're talking they've usually made a friend nice. when they come to the session which we absolutely love and we completely encourage as well and um so these small moments of um happiness and we also find that in the sessions, the women are able to make decisions. And um, for some of our clients, we have asylum seekers and refugees who sometimes their decisions are made for them by the wider system. So actually to be able to choose what ingredients to put in their dumpling, they're then able to kind of just make this little kind of choices in their in their lives. But then it goes to the bigger ones where we have women who... We, we don't necessarily assume that all women are good chefs or good cooks, but that they enjoy cooking and want to get together. Mm -hmm. and, but some of the women that we have in there are really, really good cooks and they really want to showcase the food that they have. So we've had Layla, um, one of our learners, set up her own business and set up her own market um, called Siwan's Hot Kibber. And she sells her own Syrian um, dumplings, I guess, uh, at markets. As a direct result of coming to learn with you. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. So she's been, she was working with us for two years and then finally set up 
um, this business, this market store. We helped her with all the, the background of it, the logistics. We got her through all the health and safety certificates and things like that. And she's now working, uh, selling her delicious Syrian fried dumplings called kibbe uh, with tabbouleh and hummus. And she's done a couple of markets now, uh, Levensu Market and also Foodie Friday. Now, her first ever one was at Levensu. Um, and you went down for us and you spoke to her and you saw how she was getting so let's just say how Layla got on how was today Layla? oh today it's great I'm so happy uh, I sell everything my food I sold everything so I, uh, it's first day first time I came in the 11th month, but it was uh, great for me yeah do you think people um, enjoy your food? yeah 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 of course Lots of people they enjoy the lots of people they picked at home. Mm. They love the kibbeh. We have three kinds of the kibbeh meat, chicken, also meat. As I love, they enjoy it. Yeah, also, I'm very happy when the people like my food. I'm very, I'm very happy with, with the heart parcel. They give me everything, they give me advice, uh, they give me this level, they give me everything when I need anything. And do you think your English has improved? Oh yeah, <laughs> because it's. I think it's improved because when I came to this country, I didn't speak English never, never because I I didn't take in my country. Uh, but now I I feel better. I I'm uh, move in my English. So I think yeah, I move my English. So 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 for me, one of the key elements of this are the dumplings. It's the fact that you're not just doing get-togethers, social gatherings, you're not just doing English lessons, but this is all based around food. How important do you think that is to your projects and the people that you're working with? I would say it's probably the most important thing to our project. I would say that food is the the core of everything, really. It's everything that we... It's everything that humans are. It's everything that humans connect with. It's um, how people can create relationships. It's how you show love. It's how you um, discuss and share different ideas. It's how you um, offer things to other people. It's it's everything for us. So I think food is is the one thing that brings everyone together, even though the English is so uh, limited at times and we don't have their language in terms of we don't have Arabic, we don't speak Urdu, we don't speak half of the languages that the women speak. We're able to connect over sharing this food and enjoying the food together and eating together and talking and making. Um, there's so much you can do with that. From an English language perspective, you can really just have everything in front of you, all the ingredients, all the, the dough. We've had women who haven't really spoken much, but because they can see the, the the movement and see how to make it they're able to create something like that so it's it's very effective tool for um a very effective vehicle for for what we're trying to do for empowerment for community for learning for everything claire from heart and parcel a wonderful wonderful cause they are doing great work and they're currently planning to create a cookbook so over the last few years, they've met over 100 women, they've shared their recipes, they've talked with them, they've made food with them. So they're going to document all that and archive everything they've learned over the years with different communities across Manchester. They will then in turn sell those cookbooks to help raise funds for future provision. 
to keep up to date on the cookbook and find out more and if you want to be involved if you want to try and volunteer maybe at the markets maybe at the cooking sessions head to their website heartparcel.wordpress.com heartparcel.wordpress.com so that's it for now to hear all the fodder podcasts go to our website tasteofmanchester.com that's it thanks for listening (laughs) 